0: I'm not gonna believe how many people message me on Instagram about did you cheat on Travis or I can't believe he didn't doesn't trust you. Why did he get a paternity test? You kid, you kidding?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny because everybody that messaged me said Travis, you was hilarious. What? You got to keep doing that on the pod. Give uh, us some insight of how men really think.
0: Okay, we got some different type of friends then, don't I we? Yes, we do.
1: <laughs> I guess we do.
0: I just don't think people realize that we've been dating. For more, what, 11 years? Been married for five. So our relationship has been built on trust.
1: You cooking, babe. You cooking. What episode is this? (laughs) This
0: is episode number 71. Keep going. Throughout our whole relationship, Mm -hmm. we started on trust. It brings me back to the very first time we met.
1: Okay. In the club. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. And I was like, ooh, can I get your number? No.
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. I think I asked for your number. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I gave you my number, and I was like, yeah, reach out to me tomorrow. We can hang out or whatever. And you're like, okay, uh, what time should I message you or whatever? Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I got a Saturday morning class at 8 in the morning for Spanish. Uh, Hit me up after that. All right. Paul's
1: right there. <laughs> now, when you said that in my head, I'm thinking, God, this girl lying already to me. Uh-uh. Like, I wonder if this number is even real. Because I'm like, we go to UNC Charlotte. UNC Charlotte was known for not having Friday classes. So in my head, I'm thinking there's no way she has a Saturday morning class. That doesn't even make sense to me.
0: I did. I did, though. All
1: right. Keep going. Yeah.
0: And so he's like, all right, I'll, I'll message you at 11. I'm like, Okay. So I get done with my Spanish class and I'm sitting in my dorm room or whatever and I'm just like, oh my gosh, is he going to text me? Is he going to text me? Because I can't reach out to him because I don't have his number and if he never texted me, We probably would have never seen each other again in our lives.
1: Yep. Unless you would have went to Craigslist, you could have went into, like, the missing connections piece. Like, sometimes I go there and read it just to see what happens, and it'd be like a lady, like, I saw this 6'3 athletic Bill man the other (laughs) night in Cornelius, and we really had a vibe, and I just wish I could find him. Help me find him. Yeah, he wears this type of clothing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, but no, he texts me at 11, like 11. I want to say, like, if I can think, it was like 11.02. He played it cool. Yeah, right? I played it
1: cool. Wait a yeah. wait a couple minutes.
0: Yeah, we hung out that day. I think we went, that's what we talked about last time, the Hickory Tavern date, the first date. Oh, yeah. But you know what? That was the first moment that you really built trust in our relationship. Like yeah. from day two. Day two, he Follow through with what he was going to say. So I think we should talk about tips about building, building trust. trust. Yeah,
1: I'm down for that. And like okay. you said in the story, you know, I believe you say what you mean and you do what you say. And I think that moment did establish trust because I'm like, I'm going to hit you up. And then when I hit you up in my head, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, she knows what type of man I am. Yeah. She knows that I'm going to follow through with, with my words.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I think that's the like the first one that we could think about is like, being true to your word. Like being true to your word.
1: Yeah. And I think that helps establish trust with yourself and also the other person. Because first, like you shouldn't just be out here talking just to talk. Mm -hmm. Especially as a man, you should mean what you say, say what you and do what you, whatever. I can't even get it right. Say Say what, what is it? Mean
0: what you (laughs) say and say. Do what you say. Oh, I can't even get it either. We'll put it in the caption. (laughs) (laughs) We'll put it in the caption.
1: But you should do that just because, I mean, it's honorable, And it helps establish trust with another person when they know they can depend on you Mm -hmm. and that you'll be there. Yeah. And you, we was talking off mic. You was mentioning about like if you was um, at a place and needed to be picked up or something. Oh,
0: yeah. So like if you tell me you're going to pick me up at 5 p.m. and you don't show up till 7 p.m., I'm not going to rely on you again. I'm not going to hit you up to get me or pick me up or anything. I'm not going to trust that you're dependable. Mm-hmm. And I need that. I need that stability and to know that you're going to be there and and do what you say. Yeah.
1: And it's like being true to your word. And then I think about Facebook being true to your word, right? Like a lot of times we get in relationships with people. And I mean, if you're a millennial, you know what it means. You got to have a Facebook official.
0: We can't just talk for millennials though. Now we get Gen Z's.
1: I don't even know who those people are. <laughs> who are those people?
0: Maybe we should just stick to millennials.
1: <laughs> but yeah. yes. Yeah, you you see it all the time. People be in a relationship and then they won't have a Facebook official. And then months later, they they split up mm-hmm. and it's because I believe they wasn't true to that word. Like if you're true to your word, you're going to show it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. When you meet people, you're going to tell em, them, babe. Yeah. When you meet people, you're going to tell them, this is my girl. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And, you know, it's funny because I thought I knew Travis when I first met him, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to figure him out. I think I know him. He's a mystery, but I think I nailed it down. But I was like, I still don't really trust. I don't really trust him. So we were building trust in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? It was it was still in college times. And I was like, I'm going to go meet him at his little group meeting for school (laughs) and I was like usually we meet at Salsarita's but Mm -hmm. I'm gonna bring him a bagel at his group because it's lunchtime but really it was because I knew he was in a group full of girls (laughs) I was like I cannot have him doing anything else with another woman
1: yeah and it was at that moment I realized okay it's time for me to set some boundaries (laughs) I can't have you just showing up to where I'm at unannounced like, you got to tell me you're coming. I got to be looking out for your safety. You know, I need mm-hmm. to make sure I'm in a safe space first. You can't just yeah. be popping up out of nowhere like,
0: hey, Travis, here you go. <laughs> yeah, like, I did. Nah, I was like, hey, here's I, your baby." I got to put a
1: stop to I that. I had to
0: let them know I was his. And that's when I was think- just thinking about how you were saying, introducing you to people and, like, saying, being true to your word. Mm-hmm. Like, you were setting boundaries and stuff, but... When we first started dating, we'd be at the mall, you know, Concord Mm -hmm. Mills Mall. We're walking the mile loop and Travis would run into one of his friends Mm -hmm. and he'd be like, hey, 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 they dap up or whatever. And I'd be like, hello, over here. I'm his girlfriend. But instead he wouldn't introduce me and we would just keep walking. And so I had to bring it up to him. I was like, you know, it'd be nice if you would introduce me to people as your girlfriend.
1: Yeah, that's nice, but it's also kind of weird. Like, when guys (laughs) approach each other, it's like, hey, what's up, man? What are you getting into this weekend? Mm -hmm. And you want me to stop and say, hey, before I tell you what I'm doing this weekend, this Mm -mm. is my girl. You got to
0: walk the walk and talk the talk, just like being true to your word. I tell you, when (laughs) we first started dating, when we would go to people's houses, Mm -hmm. like people would be like, I can't believe Travis. Like Travis would tell me this afterwards. He'd be like, my friends can't believe that I act the same way around them when you're around and when, when you're not around. Yeah. And it's like that's kind of cool because I feel like if you can't be yourself when your when your significant other or spouse isn't around, then you're playing like a double standard or like you're being a hypocrite, I guess.
1: Yeah, and then you'll be mad at the other person when they get mad at you for not doing what you say you was gonna do.
0: Yeah, but like being on Facebook official.
1: Yeah, you got to have a Facebook official. If you're not Facebook official, you're not in a relationship.
0: Yeah, we've seen many relationships go down, and we've seen it on Facebook. We're like, they never put that they were in a relationship. Yeah. They always were single, and it's like,
1: why they are were you telling They were telling together. lies. They were playing both sides. They were telling the woman or the woman was telling the guy that, hey, I love you. We're in a relationship. We're committed. And then on Facebook, she's still um, hitting the DMs up.
0: Yeah, that happens a lot. It's like, why are you afraid to share with the world that you are in a relationship?
1: And be true to yourself.
0: If you were not afraid, then you would just post it.
1: That's facts. Mm-hmm. That is fact. So talk about how we set boundaries with ourselves.
0: Sometimes when I was younger, I would be going through a lot and just being a girl, like mm-hmm. having hormones and just everything. It was a lot. So just giving me time to work through those things was helpful. Like, if you were to rush me or press me on certain things, I probably would have ran. Like, (laughs) But, like, you're pushing too hard. Like, you're just not – respecting my time and growth as a human as a person and sometimes people have to work through stuff in order for them to be ready to pursue something further you know what i mean
1: yeah i think that's an excellent point that you just made as far as like setting boundaries it made me think about the jonah hill guy oh yeah how like you don't want to be like him yeah and if you don't know he was dating like a swim what was she she was, she like was a, a surfer. surfer. Yeah, a professional he, surfer. Yeah, and then he gets mad because she wears swimsuits. And,
0: and posts pictures with, in swimsuits with friends or something like and that. Like,
1: that didn't make sense. That's not a reasonable boundary. So mm-hmm. I think when we talk about setting boundaries, they got to be kind of reasonable. Like some people, I mean, we've heard some people talk about uh, not going through their spouse's purse or going through their spouse's phone as like a boundary like don't go through that like don't touch me don't hit me let's not let's
0: not let's not remember that i went through to see his paternity test let's not let's let's forget about that that.
1: that. you know that's (laughs) that's part of being in a relationship it's open communication which we can talk about a little later (laughs) but uh yeah so you want to set healthy i think boundaries
0: yeah and realistic boundaries like you wouldn't want to just have all these standards and boundaries that you've set in place and then go find the person that you want to date that's super hot that you just think is all that mm-hmm. but doesn't fit the criteria of what it is that you expect in a relationship. If they break all of the things that you've already set up for yourself, then they're probably not the right person for you.
1: Yep, and then you're going to feel like there's no trust.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're always questioning, you know, are they faithful? Are they able to meet you where you are basically? And if they're not, then you feel like they are not loyal or they're breaking your trust all the time. But in reality, you're, you're set in your ways and you can't change a person who's already established who they are basically. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you go into a relationship trying to fix someone, sometimes you'll see that You know, obviously people have growth and they can change throughout their lives. But when you have habits built, they're really hard to break habits. So it's like you got to be understanding that, you know, if you want to date a stripper,
1: (laughs) you can't get mad when she starts stripping. That's what I don't get. (laughs) I'm going to take this off track a little bit. But it still applies to setting boundaries. Like we see it all the times where the guy uh, followed a girl on Instagram that shows her body or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then when they get in a relationship, he tries to stop her for doing that when that's kind of, like, what made him attracted to her. Yeah. And he try to set a bound boundary, like, I don't want you wearing these clothes. I don't want you taking pictures like this on uh, Instagram. sounds toxic. And why would you even uh, pursue her if that's what she's doing already? Like, yeah. Why do you believe, like, you could be the one that changed someone or want to be someone that changed them? Yeah. Um,
0: so. It'd be like if you did something that you started before we even started dating mm-hmm. and then we started dating and I was like, uh, Travis, you better not do that when I'm around or when my family's around or when this is this yeah. is happening because I'm not gonna like it and I don't want it. If you don't like it from the get go and the other person's not willing to accept to, to accept the change or to accept that you don't like it and respect it then it's going to be a battle throughout your whole life. So like I would think about like religion and politics and things like that would be mm-hmm. hard to change a person's perspective. It it's okay to have like like um
1: different views different and
0: views and opinions, but when it comes to like morals and character, I think that's what it boils down to about boundaries.
1: Yep, and that makes complete sense. And it makes you also, I think, about open um, communication. That, yeah, that you got to
0: be open and willing to work on your relationship because we're not the same people we were when I we met when I was like 19. We're not the same right. people we were back then. Obviously, we're the same. But we've gone we through we a lot of together. different experiences and stuff that have molded us into who we are today. And so we have to be open. Obviously... We have disagreements and we have arguments and things like that, but you got to be willing to work on yourself. And I think that number one communication as the communication person over here, (laughs) you've got to be willing to communicate the good, the bad, the ugly, the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth. And I did like a course on this about speaking, speaking your truth in love. And sometimes it's not, fun to do because <laughs> it can hurt the other person's feelings but you're speaking to them in love and you got to be willing to work through the challenging conversations.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, communication I think is the number one thing to build and trust with someone. I know when we first started dating and we still do this now is you know, once Once a month, once a month, once a month, we'll just set aside some time for us just to talk. Roast. Yeah. (laughs) Basically (laughs) a roasting session, right? You could tell me exactly how you feel. I could tell you exactly how I feel. And then we try to work on it to improve. Mm -hmm. And I think it helped us grow a lot. Mm -hmm. It helped us become closer. And it built the trust that I can trust. It
0: did. And it brought a lot of tears, too.
1: Yeah, I cried my out. <laughs> I, I mean, I used to cry my eyes out all the time. <laughs> no, like, you didn't. I can't believe you said I don't treat you well when <laughs> oh. I do all these things for you. How,
0: how, how? Man, I cried. First time I made him chicken, <laughs> he said, <laughs> he, he said, taste like rubber. It, it was, did. It was horrible. <laughs> don't you? Uh, <laughs> you oh, it's so bland. That chicken was bad. Man, the, w- that the growth that we've had because of that conversation. Yeah. I make some good chicken now.
1: Yeah, you do. <laughs> Thank you, mom, for teaching her.
0: Yeah. It just took a week of staying at his mom's house to learn how to make it. <laughs> but anyways, anyway. I was open and willing to work on a yeah. relationship.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's what it's all about, to build trust with somebody. You know, yeah. having that communication, being able to talk yeah. to him, and know that there's no real like physical maybe repercussions of it Mm -hmm. because some people can't tell their partner everything yeah and that's kind of alarming
0: it is i think that that was the first thing i think when we first started dating was it was like um you're very outspoken like you're very open and truthful Uh, i'm trying to think of the right term i don't even remember what it is but it's like basically you speak the hard truths I don't know how else to say it but and I was always just used to hearing like positive and good encouragement and all this stuff and and sometimes you need someone to tell you that the shirt does make you look fat (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding I'm just kidding he never said that but I'm just saying that sometimes you don't hear that and you need someone like that. And I think a lot of girls, a lot of women, have the girlfriends that will do that. But you need you need your man to do that too, because you the man, you the man.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't have nothing else to add, babe. I think you. Uh, you did a great job. So what are they again? Are, right. I think we went over so, three things. If I can sum it up. What yeah. Were
0: they? To sum it up, we how got how to build trust. Yeah. Say that again.
1: To sum it up, how to build trust.
0: Be true to your word. Okay. Set boundaries. Mm-hmm open and willing to work on your relationship with communication
1: and you do all three of those and you'll have a trustful
0: relationship <laughs> that's what we hope
1: <laughs> and if not put a comment below say hey <laughs> hey, full of it <laughs> yeah, hey, we follow your advice on the tna podcast it didn't pan mm-hmm. out for us but
0: right. you may have to work on it more than just two weeks
1: <laughs> facts yeah.
0: yeah but uh yeah so
1: on the trending topics yeah oh my God. i'm gonna go ahead and get this i'm Ding. gonna get the bad news out the way first because i don't want to spend too much time on it yeah. but um so Tory Lanez, the rapper from canada uh finally got sentenced um for the um, argument dispute and the shooting at megan the stallion mm-hmm. and he was sentenced to 10 years
0: as he should
1: i mean i don't know if he deserves for the
0: women out there i'm representing
1: I mean, I don't want to go too deep into it because I don't want to mm-hmm. say stuff that's going to get us canceled. but you got to look at it from mm-hmm. a perspective of a black man, okay. and I feel like the justice system isn't there for us. I mean, there was a lot of disputable evidence in the trial, and for to give him 10 years off of that, it didn't make sense to me. Um, mm. And the reason why I say that is I look at another rapper, Pop Smoke, like a black male living in California, Um Guys ran up in his house, shot and killed them, And the guy got four years. Mm. Just four years. And then you have this situation with Tory Lanez, who supposedly, I don't know if he shot in the air and a bullet ricocheted off a car or somehow. I mean, we don't her, really know yeah, all the facts. Yeah, and hit her foot. And somehow he gets 10 years mm-hmm. for that. But the person that actually killed someone got four years. I make just, it make sense, but we'll switch it up. And make something. a valid point. Yeah, we'll switch it up and make it. Something a little more funnier. So if you're black... Living in America, you know the video I'm about to bring up. Oh, we're talking about the riverboat, bro. <laughs> I watched. I've watched that video over ten times, watching a different person each time.
0: <laughs> I watched a different person each time too, and it's hilarious. I can't. I got to keep my eye on one person at a time. I'm like, what are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> what is this
1: person doing? It starts out with, I guess he was a security guard. Mm. And he was getting, about to get jumped or was getting jumped by a group of, I think, white people. And so what he does is he send out the call signal for help. You know, black man in distress, he takes his hat, does like that, throws it up in the air. Does he really? Yeah, right before he back, start fighting, he <laughs> throws his hat like that. I got to watch right. it again. Yeah, he throws his hat up in the air. And when he do that, black people come running from everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Right, You even had a man in the water... Aquaman swam, <laughs> jumped off the boat, <laughs> swam over there to help another brother in need. I was so proud of us in that moment.
0: Man, that was crazy. There's so many videos out about what they would, what would, what, what they would have done if they were there.
1: Yeah, it's hilarious. If you haven't seen the video, <sighs> make sure you go to watch it. I mean, they was, also yeah, have a guy <laughs> had a, a chair hit a man That's what I head. was going to
0: say. They have a picture on Twitter that is like, or X, they have it on there, and it's a picture of just a chair. Mm-hmm. And uh, the caption is, uh, Riverboat Brawl Museum. <laughs> 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 and it's just a chair. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh my God.
1: I've seen a meme out there that, that had, like, the chair, and it has some black Air Force Ones on it. <laughs> It's like this is going down in history as a top 10 black history moment in the United States. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah,
0: and it's it's been interesting to see the headlines and what the news stations have been saying about it and just how it's been trickling um about my guess trending, I guess, about yeah. about this situation.
1: Yeah. It was funny.
0: Yeah anyways, anyways
1: <laughs> we got anything else to, i could go on and on about this topic but i know it ain't that type of podcast so i could have right there babe right. We, can go ahead, we can go ahead and wrap it up
0: all right so sponsors yep yeah we've been this uh episode is brought to you by fierce woman llc if you're interested in public speaking coaching message me on instagram or hit the link below and you can message me on my website
1: it's also brought to you by Empower Trainer. You know what? I'm going to start giving away a free workout tip every time we podcast. Uh, today's tip is going to be a way to help you lose one pound a week, and it's very simple. I want you to get outside and just walk 10,000 steps a day. You can keep eating how you eat, keep drinking what you want to drink. Just get the 10,000 steps a day, and most likely you'll lose a pound within a week. Okay. Just like that. I'm sending out the signal.